metaverse versus reality, images of the Antichrist, cashless societies, Amazon One, Internet of Things, and the Internet of Everything, social credit systems, global identification numbers, digital societies, digital banks. Well, we will discuss precursors to the Mark of the Beast on this edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries, and thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. Wow. I mean, uh, we're going to be talking about precursors to the Mark of the Beast system. Why am I calling them precursors? Because it's not time for the Mark of the Beast yet. You understand the, the Antichrist will come to power halfway through that final seven years, three and a half years prior to the second coming in the Battle of Armageddon. And so he will only have three and a half years to rule. So he's not going to have time to come on the scene and go, wow, let me see, um, how am I going to run all this? Well, I probably need to create a world government. And I need to create to get all the religions on board, so we need to have a world religion. And then I need a global numbering identification system, a way to economically sanction everybody. So let's set all that up. And I only got three and a half years, so everybody get going. That's not what's going to happen. He is going to usurp authority over an already fully established world government, a fully established world religious system, and an established global numbering system that he can use to economically sanction individuals into compliance. So, we're watching this system being set up right now in many ways. And, you know, does it seem like to you, if you follow the news here, does it seem like we are, we're getting sucked up into this big digital vacuum all at once and at such a speed that it's, it's really almost impossible to keep up with? I mean, I, I study this stuff all the time, and then just when I think I kind of maybe have a, a grasp on it, something new happens. We're going to create, create this alternate universe and all this stuff where people can go into this thing and, and just live an alternate, uh, parallel, in a parallel society, a digital society, digital universe. So think about this with me. You're hearing about this stuff in the news, the metaverse. Now Facebook is called Meta. And look how much Facebook already controls a lot of people's lives. Some people have to be on Facebook just day and night, day and night. Don't want to miss anything. I got to know what's going on in the world, so I'm going to Facebook. But now it's called Meta. So you've got the Meta, what's called the Metaverse. We'll be talking about that in a minute. The cashless societies, moving people off of cash onto a digital platform where they all create a digital footprint 
And it's all about control. The metaverse, cashless societies, the internet of everything. It all comes down to control. Social credit systems, i.e., a perfect example, China's social credit score system. Where if you don't walk right, you don't talk right, you don't act right, it's thought control, they will economically sanction you, keep you so you can't get a, a, a loan from a bank. You can't function in society, you can't travel. Global identification numbers, ID2020, ID40, and others. Different systems. Designed to give everybody their own, everybody, every person on the earth their own unique identification number. Digital societies and, and even digital banks. 100% digital bank. No cash. Everything is digital. And so when it comes down to it, it just feels like there's this huge vacuum and we're all getting pulled up into it, right? Well, it's all by grand design. It's not happening by accident. And John prophesied about this all the way back in 2,000 years ago in Revelation 13 that this is, would be how it would all come down. God in Revelation 13 is revealing Satan's effort to build his kingdom in the end time. That's what Revelation chapter 13 is all about. He says, hey, Satan is going to establish a world government. Satan's going to establish a world religious system. And he's also going to establish this global numbering system where everybody would have to take a mark. And without that, you're not going to be able to buy or sell. So I want to spend some time on... Revelation 13, verse 11 down through 18. Because this is where it really prophesies about the mark of the beast and this war religious leader getting everybody to worship or to deify this man that will come on the scene who we refer to as the Antichrist, this future global leader. So Revelation chapter 13, verse 1 through 8 describes the world government and the leader of that world government, the Antichrist. When you start with verse 11, on through the rest of the chapter, it's, well, 11 through 15 describes the world religion and the, and the false prophet, the one that will team up with the Antichrist. And then verses 16 through 18 is the mark of the beast system itself. So verse 11, it starts out like this. After he saw the world government and the Antichrist, he said, Then I saw another beast rising up out of the earth, had two horns like a lamb, spake like a dragon. It's symbolic of the false prophet. It exercises all the authority of the first beast in its presence. So it's talking about the world government. And makes the earth and the inhabitants thereof, what's its goal? To worship or to deify, pledge allegiance to, the first beast, whose mortal wound was healed. That's a tearing down of the blim wall. That's a subject for another time. Verse 13 says, It performs great signs, even making fire come down from heaven to earth in front of people, and by the signs that it was allowed to work in the presence of the beast, it deceived those who dwell on the earth, telling them to make an image. Now this is very important when we get to, when I talk about the metaverse telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. To make an image to this beast. 
and it allowed, it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the beast to be slain. And so that is the world religious system, the false prophet that will be in alliance with the Antichrist in the end time. The goal of the end time world religion will be to gather the religions of the world together and the leader of that entity to say, hey, worship the beast, pledge allegiance to the world government and the leader of that world government. That's going to be the goal of the false prophet. And we're watching all of this precursors to all of it happening right now. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Now, when we get to verse Revelation 13, verse 16 through 18, that's when it gets into the mark of the beast system. Verse 16 says, And it also causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead, and save so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark that is the name of the beast or the number of his name. And this calls from wisdom. Now, I'm, I'm reading from the, uh, the, I think it's the New Living Translation, or the E, I think it may be the um, English Standard Version. I can't remember which one I pulled from. But it says, This calls for wisdom. Let the one who hath understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it's the number of a man, and his number is 666. So that brings up many questions. One of them I want to cover today is, is what does this passage mean when it says 
worship the image. How could the false prophet give life to the image of the beast? The beast refers to the political leader, the Antichrist, right? So it could be, and I'm speculating at this point, but it could be that the false prophet will give life to the image of the beast through the venue of maybe television or even beyond that, the internet. Um, You know, television has made it possible to view someone on the other side of the world as as if he or she was in your living room, right? And it may be accomplished through the use of a hologram. Now, technology has certainly made that possible. And though we don't know for certain how it will happen, that's something we're going to have to live through, but the entire world will be able to see and hear the image of the Antichrist. Now, that brings me to the metaverse. Now, when you're talking about the metaverse, the the VR and AR Association, it reports this. Advances in augmented and virtual reality promise to revolutionize the workplace and entertainment. These technologies include the use of avatars, these little characters that will be in the metaverse that you can transform into, holograms, and digital twins to help humanize this virtual experience. Now, many of you, many of you may know about the metaverse. You may know more than me. I'm, I'm just now getting into it and studying it, um, but I can feel we're going to get sucked up into this big vacuum, right? Uh, it, you know, I, I, if it wasn't for my need to, to use Facebook to get on many different things and reach so many people, I would probably cut myself from it because, my goodness, I mean, it is just, I don't like giving up so much of my information and I'm, it's just an, this information gathering database is what it is and they're going to use that to sell your information to this and they, it's just, uh, um, I, I was, to give you a, for instance, I was talking to my son-in-law here a while back. We were talking about a gentleman that climbs mountains. I can't remember his name, but he climbs mountains with no ropes. The the number one guy in the world. Me and my son-in-law were sitting in my house talking about it. Him, my daughter, my granddaughters get up, they leave. Before he pulled out of the driveway, I I went to my, just to check Facebook, it was late in the evening. There was an ad for this guy on some kind of, uh, tennis shoes or something that he was selling, some kind of climbing dust or something. There was an ad by this guy on my Facebook. Brandon and Holly no sooner got out of the driveway than this came up on my thing. So my phone is sitting there listening to our conversation and this ad comes up on Facebook. Now, that may seem like just another normal day to you, but to me... When Facebook is that detailed in what they're doing and storing every search I've ever made and shadow banning and and pushing their agendas and not letting me see some things, letting me see other things and bringing up ads on pushing the LGBTQ agenda, even though 
I'm a, a God-called minister. Why would that stuff be coming up on my Facebook? And I've, I've reported it. I don't want these ads on my Facebook. And they keep continuing. They said, well, it, maybe they'll come back a week later and say, well, we understand that you don't want these kind of ads on your Facebook, but in essence, too bad. You're going to get them anyway. Now, that's what... Now, I, I, Facebook has allowed me to contact people that I went to high school with. And so that's been kind of neat for me. But other than that, if I didn't need it to get in, to deal with all of our social networking things and all this stuff, I would cut the thing. Because I don't like people knowing that much about me. I don't want them listening to my conversation in my bed, in my living room. So, this metaverse. Let's get back to that. Uh, Oxford languages. Now, it, remember, I'm coming at this from a prophetic perspective. Oxford languages says that metaverse, it's a virtual reality space. Let me clarify one thing. It's not real. It's virtual reality space, okay? I just read today where there are people that are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for virtual property to live by their um, celebrity that they want to live by. Uh, There's a guy, a rap guy named um, Snoop Dogg or something like that. Somebody paid $450,000 to live next door to this guy. Listen, folks, in virtual reality, it's not even real. But it says, uh, Oxford Languages Metaverse is a virtual reality space in which users can interact with a computer-generated environment and other users. That's it. Totally fake. Somebody, I heard in one of the the, the, um, virtual reality games or something, paid $650,000 for a yacht, folks. A fake yacht. So to some people... This is, they, they can't, I mean, I don't understand this. I don't understand the thinking that goes behind all of this. Because I'm happy in this life. I don't need an altar life to do, have meetings and stuff. It's, just, it's the craziest thing. But I'm looking at it from a prophetic perspective, okay? Think about this. There's an entity called Life Church, and ha- they've got a church set up in the metaverse. Metaverse is that, that online world where people can socialize, work, and play. And that the life church, they say when you attend church in the metaverse, which is totally fake, everybody. It's just a, a virtual reality on the web. They say you're able to experience this church in a way unlike any other digital platform. All the people you see are present with you at the same time in the service. You talk to them avatar or the avatar is this little person that you become in the in this um, metaverse avatar to avatar and hear their real voices you can see their facial expressions body language one-on-one digital conversations take on a whole new meaning in virtual reality listen don't go to church on the metaverse the bible says forsake not your assemb- the assembling of yourselves together even so much more as you see the day approaching. And so go to church. Go to a physical church. 
There's no way you're going to be able to feel the move of the Holy Spirit on the metaverse. It's fake. It's false. Okay? Mark Zuckerberg has said, hey, we're no more going to be Facebook. We're going to be meta. And in the next 10, 15 years, we're going to totally change the Internet. I'm not going to get caught up in it. I don't want to be on the metaverse. I want to be in Jesus' verse. But the metaverse, something we're going to have to deal with. A parallel society. 14 Medio said. A parallel society. They say the metaverse is a new concept that will probably lead to the next evolutionary process of the digital society in the current decade. The metaverse allows human beings to overcome the physical and temporal limitations of the real universe. To enter new and infinite universes through avatars and these virtual projections of people. Stop the press right there. The virtual projections of people. Now I'm sitting there looking at this thing and thinking about the prophecy of the false prophet giving breath to the image of this future Antichrist. Imagine having in this metaverse, now I'm speculating, but there's already churches going on in the metaverse. Imagine having a global service where the false prophet, now this is, now imagine, in the, this could happen physically, and it probably will. But imagine when people are thinking, hey, the metaverse is almost, if not as real, as where we're living physically. Imagine them having, having a global service where everybody in the metaverse is required to attend. And the false prophet, the leader of this world religious system, comes out and says, here's our guy. And if you're in this meta verse, they could say, wow, he is the guy. Now you think that can't happen, but I'm telling you, there are people that are, there are companies that are putting billions and billions into this to make it happen. Mark Zuckerberg Facebook has been a cash cow, believe me, a giant cash cow for Mark Zuckerberg. But he's saying, eh, we're going to move off Facebook, we're going to meta. What's the big deal with Facebook right now? They push agendas, they shadow ban conservatives, they're making sure their opinion and their ideology becomes your opinion and your ideology. You say, well, I don't get that from Facebook. Look at your ads. Look at the things you're trying to do. Follow an end time ministry or a Ben Shapiro or a, a with the Daily Wire, a, a Dennis Prager. Follow some of these conservative things on Facebook and you'll start getting shadow banned and different things. And it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. What am I talking about? Precursors to the Mark of the Beast. And I can tell you right now, I'm not even going to get through half my program I put together because of this is such a massive topic. But you understand these projections of people, projecting images and all these different things you can make. If you don't like the way you look, in, meta, in the metaverse you can make yourself look like this Hollywood movie star, beautiful person, and people will actually believe that that's them. It's all 
cartoons, everybody. So, massive data processing techniques. Think about this. Big data. That's what Facebook's all about. Advertising. Collecting data from you. Pushing agendas. It says that they will allow companies to know the behavior, the habits, your tastes, because you'll be able to eat and order things in the metaverse. You're in trends of these avatars and consequently of the corresponding consumers that they represent. There are people that will do business deals on the metaverse. But guess what? Meta, Facebook turned into Meta, they'll know every detail of your business, the business buying from you. Imagine. They say that these consumers may have very different habits depending on their life, on the virtual or real environment, and this may lead to many to move their consumption from the real world, I don't even want to understand this, to the virtual one, where they can be whoever they want to be. I want to live next to a famous movie star, so I'm going to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for this virtual real estate Folks, it's all trickery. It's all fake. And they say that it will be easier than ever to shape your dreams and your imagination. Avatars and citizens. Everything looks fascinating but also controversial. The human being seems to, and this is it, I'm quoting from this article, folks. The human being seems to divinize. See, divinize, what does that mean? make someone divine or deify or worship himself by creating his own worlds, even if if it is in virtual space inhabited by these avatars that represent real people. Therefore, it is essential to assess your moral, ethical, and philosophical issues going into this. Now, this is one of the tech companies, folks, And I'm just saying they understand what's going on here. These tech companies are talking about this stuff. They understand what really is going on. It's data collection. It's it's thought control, eventual. You think they're... I mean, look at what Facebook's doing now. Shadow banning end time ministries and checking everything we say. Imagine what it will be in this metaverse, this virtual reality situation. They say one of the main risks of the metaverses may be the obsession with leading utopian lives with a progressive estrangement from reality and a possible irreversible immersion for some. Well, we'll talk about it a lot more when we get back. And I'll also get into the Internet of Things in just a moment. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Yeah, now, I know that there are some sitting there going, whoa, Dave, now hold on a minute. You know, Facebook collecting all your data and thought control and things like that. You know, that sounds Orwellian, 1984, conspiracy theory. Well, it's not conspiracy theory. You can do a surface search on the web and find everything I'm talking to you about. So think about the Internet of Things and how all this is all tied together. I remember, and I remember back when Mark Zuckerberg met President Obama at the White House with many other tech people. What were they talking about? What were they talking about doing? What does Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook have to do with President Obama? Way back then. So the Internet of Everything. Think about this when you talk about data collection. Business Insider, a news source, they said it's project, they projected that there would be 22.5 billion devices collecting information by last year, 2021. They said our homes, our cities, our bodies are being quantified, digitized, and connected. Capturing data that can then be used to measure and control the world around us. Now, this is the business insider saying this, folks. And it is becoming increasingly difficult to opt out of the process. Now, Forbes, they said, well, why Facebook's metaverse is a privacy nightmare? That's the biggest thing to me. My privacy with faith, they say, this is from Forbes, and I'm quoting, with Facebook's ambitions to create hardware and other technology for the so-called metaverse, this virtual reality system that's coming to the Internet, it means, here's what they say it means. This is Forbes. It means more sensors in people's homes, collecting vast amounts of data, and you're then trusting Facebook to keep your data private. Yeah, right. You know, again, I'm looking at this from a prophetic perspective. 
fake, fake imaginary images. Remember Revelation 13, 14, and 15. And by the signs that, is, that it is allowed to work in presence of the beast, it deceives those that dwell on the earth, telling them to make an image to the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. And it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. So again, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, how's all this stuff going to play out? Is it going to be holograms? Will it be this metaverse where these avatars and holograms and all these things are used and the, the false prophet, do you think they will not use this metaverse to their advantage? I promise you they will. And I'm also watching this because I know Facebook has an ulterior motive to capture information. Now, for this program here, they'll probably cut it. But to capture information, Facebook, for, to capture information from individuals to drive certain agendas. With that in mind, I can only imagine what this new... Um, metaverse platform will be used for. When people are doing, I mean, folks, they've, they've already have digital currencies that are being on there. People can make transactions and do all kinds of stuff in this fake universe. And it's certainly something we, we, that we are going to continue to watch and to keep you up to date on. I will learn more about it, I promise you. Our team here will dive off into it. And we'll keep you up to date on what's going on. They're saying it could be as much as 10 to 15 years out. I think it's going to go a whole lot quicker than that because there are people that are pouring billions into this thing. And so there are already virtual reality games and all these different things that are going on. Again, somebody just paid $450,000 to live in this virtual space next to this rap guy. And so... I want you, because you say, well, how do you know so much about Facebook and censorship? I want you to consider the censorship of end time ministries. Back in, eight, in uh, 1983, there were about 50 companies that had control of 90% of the media in America. Okay? 1983. But by 2018... According to the report by Jaron Brandon, uh, and the digital content manager of Opera Software, a total of, it went from 50 to 5 holding companies and media conglomerates that controlled close to 90% of the mainstream news stations in America. From 50 to 5. And, it, you know, honestly, if these media outlets were made up of unbiased institutions that just gave you the real updates on the news, everything would be fine if they told you the truth. I mean, at least the American public would have a a fair and balanced viewpoint, right? The problem is, that's not how it is. I mean, according to Investors Business Daily, despite journalist denials... It's now pretty much of a fact that journalism is one of the most left-wing of all professions. And if you've ever wondered why the content of the majority of the large newspapers 
televisions and radio news broadcasts, and just about everything produced by Hollywood is driven by these leftist ideologies, there's your answer. I mean, so with that much influence, it's a miracle from above that America has not just completely fallen prey to these, the, the plethora of liberalist agendas and quite frankly turned into an entire socialist nation already. Totally liberal, no morals. I mean, and there are people that would love to see that happen. However, along with God's influence, I mean, the Bible says where sin doth abound, grace doth much more abound. Folks, God is still on the throne. You say, well, Dave, you're scaring me to death. No, God's on the throne. Yes, some of this stuff's going to happen. People are going to get swept up into it. I'm not going to lose a wink of sleep over it tonight. Yes, I have to report on it because it is a precursor to the mark of the beast that's prophesied. But I am not scared because I know the one who in the end controls it all. And Satan is the god of this age? Yes. He is doing some things. He is going to have a world government, world religion, and a global numbering system. But that does not mean that I have to be a part of that. I absolutely will not be a part of it, I'll just tell you. So along with God's influence, it is the conservative talk shows and publications doing their best to speak the truth that really keeps America at least headed in the direction of the Judeo-Christian path that made it great. When you hear of a, um, like a Dennis Prager, somebody, he talks about the foundations of our country and God and many other people that are the, the, really the, the 8, 9, 10% that are trying to teach the truth and point people in God's direction, i.e. and end time ministries. But the big majority, uh-uh, pulling you in another direction, right? I mean, I'm still dealing with this crazy cough. Since, cons- pardon me, everybody, um, since conservative media sources have been really been left with such a small portion of the traditional broadcasting real estate to communicate their message, many have turned to social media, and, and why not? I mean, it has been a huge platform for us. Problem is, they found out what we're doing and we're getting censored, censored, censored. YouTube cut our entire YouTube platform for an entire week because I talked about the Swedish people that were putting COVID passports on chips and implanting them in their hand. I made that statement just a really short uh, part of my radio program And YouTube said, no, you violated our community standards and we're cutting you for a week. This is your first strike. You have two more strikes and we'll cut your YouTube channel completely. We were just told this about a month and a half ago. Now, according to the Media Research Center, back in 2018, social media was the communication form of the future. Again, I wanted to... I wanted to make sure you heard this. This was 2018, four years ago. They said not just in the United States, but worldwide. Just Facebook and Twitter combined reach 1.8 billion people. More than two-thirds of all the Americans, 68%, 
use Facebook. YouTube is pushing out TV as the most popular place to watch video. And Google is the number one search engine in both the United States and the world. So, early on, social media sites, i.e. Google, YouTube, Facebook, and them, they provided conservative programs with a voice to reach the masses, or at least it appeared that way. I'll put it like that. However, it was only a matter of time before these, the, the big brotherites, the leftist crowd, realized the impact they were having, and the censoring began with a vengeance. And so you have this huge social media in, influence, right? I mean, according to Media Search Research Council's report, these social media tech media companies are liberal from the ground up, and conservatives are right to be suspicious of them. The problem starts deep inside the liberal corporate cultures of these companies. Uh, Eric Schmidt, he recently he, he stepped down a few years ago as the head of both Google and YouTube. While he was still in that role, he aided the Hillary Clinton campaign. Facebook uh, founder Mark Zuckerberg, he was a, has been a strong proponent over the years of the DREAM Act and the LGBTQ issues, pushing them on faith, Facebook. Again, my Facebook, if you go to my Facebook, it is a religious, conservative, sometimes I'll put some comical thing up there, but it's religious, conservative Facebook, and yet I will get LGBTQ ads on there with two women or two men hugging and kissing and doing all this other mess, and, and I'm like, what is going on here? And when I complain... They're basically like, you're going to have to deal with it. So they're pushing these LGBTQ and all these different agendas, not just that. And conservatives' views, they've been a, a, they're a, currently labeled as hate speech or harmful to the leftist ideologies in the social media community, which in turn gets them censored. Now, let me tell you real quick about End Time Ministries censorship because I know about that very 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 well because it's the world that myself Vince Doug end time ministries is living in right now and they want us not to talk about many things that we talk about and imagine if the world governing leader and the false prophet of the end time got control of this how censorship will be at that time. You say, well, Dave, are you worried about it? No, I'm not. Because I know that I serve the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's going to be with us all the way to the end. That's hopeful. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. 
Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. So, of course, End Time Ministries, I mean, as a biblically-based conservative broadcasting entity, End Time Ministries has not been exempted from this. I mean, man, we talk about abortion and the LGBTQ agendas and um, all these different things, uh, the, 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 the global numbering systems, the, um, the chipping people, and I mean, just the vaccine, we talked about all of it. And we haven't even hit the vaccine as much as a lot of people have. I mean, with um, Joe Rogan, who is not necessarily a a super conservative um, type. I mean, he's pretty much let anybody on his show, and he'll talk to all kinds of people. Bernie Sanders was on there, a lot of different people. But he really just asked them truthful questions. And, I mean, he's like one of the top, probably in the top five podcasters on on the web right now. But they censored him for having a, a, a guy on recently just talking about the vaccine, which was not what the establishment once talked about. And so he was kind of given, I can't remember the guy's name, it was um, Marley or something like that. Anyway, um, very important that Joe Rogan's was cut. They don't care how big you are. Anyway, End Time Ministries. Um, censorship began with traditional media and now moved into um, the tech space from us. I mean, we ha- I've had, uh, I was talking one time on the LGBTQ and the agenda being pushed here in the United States. We had a radio station cut us halfway through. Now, I don't think it's one, I'm not sure if it's one of the stations we're on now or not. I don't think it was. I don't know. Um, but, because we, we, you know, we're getting new stations all the time. So everybody's radio stations, I'm on, relax. But, but um, we had a radio station cut us one time because I was talking about the LGBTQ. At 4 o'clock, we, I had a pastor friend of mine call them and say, hey, I, well, I'm listening to this program. Turn the program back on there. And it went, I mean, it went dark. I mean, it wasn't a ball game or anything. They went dark, scratchy, all the way till the 4 o'clock. And then it come right back on like everything was fine. And the pastor friend of mine complained to them and said, why would you do that? We were listening to that program. And they were like, uh, something happened to the station. Uh, we, had, we couldn't get it back up till straight up 4 o'clock, by the way, which is when our program's over. So, yes, we have felt that. Um, you know, and, and I wanted to focus on Facebook because we've had Google, YouTube, all of them. But Facebook, how do they censor us? They, well, they make it different to pinpoint much of the censorship to specific instances. So they have developed algorithms to determine what you see. If, if, if your content does not comply with Facebook's ideological standard of, al- of these algorithms, then they will de-boost that content. 
limiting its distribution and appearance in news feeds. It's called shadow banning or um, ghost banning. And you've probably guessed, this stealth censorship was specifically aimed at conservatives. We've actually paid for ads to, to, that, to um, play on other people's things, and because they didn't like the ad, even though we paid for it, they wouldn't run it. So Facebook appears to have deliberately tailored its algorithm, and they're always constantly changing these algorithms, to recognize the, the, the syntax and the style popular among conservatives in order to de-boost that content, right? And they've targeted categories of people like uh, religious groups, um, like End Time and, and many others. And we've actually, uh, again, paid for Facebook ads that they rejected because of the content. And End Time Ministries has had innumerable posts given, li- given limited exposure because it may be considered offensive or it violates their um, fluid policies. One example was an ad promoting, uh, now get this, an ad promoting uh, the article entitled um, Donald Trump, Presidential Inauguration. And it was just like the title said, this was one of ours. The article simply highlighted um, President Trump's inauguration. That's it. And for an unexplained reason, that violated Facebook's policy. And when we inquired about it, Facebook refused to tell Vince, I think Vince was the one that asked about it, they refused to tell Vince, they didn't give him an explanation. They said, it it went against our community standards. And then, of course, YouTube, they have censored, uh, I'm going to say close to 200 of our videos on YouTube. Uh, Google, they have, um, I, I got to the point one time where I did some searches, keywords, Armageddon, which we specialize in. Um, you know, uh, Mark of the Beast, stuff like that. And I would have thought End Time Ministries would have, have at least come up on the first page because this is End Time Ministries. And we specialize in the prophecies of the Bible. I had, on some of these keywords, I had to go back 20 or 30 pages on Google before I could find End Time Ministries on many of them. And you know that when you do a search, very, very seldom, unless you're writing an article or something for a college paper, you're not going to go back 20 or 30 pages to find anything. If you don't find it in the first five pages, you're, not, you're like, well, I, you know, you'll never hear of end time. Well, that's done on purpose. Okay? Google. Now, What's the solution? Well, of course, with so many of our Facebook posts shadow banned, YouTube videos restricted, Google searches buried, we've had to find a way to deliver uncensored content throughout the end time. And because I've talked so much about the metaverse, I'm going to talk about our true way of getting these things out that's not censored. We solved this just a massive problem by creating what's called end of the age plus uh, the website's located at watch.endtime.com. You've got to check it out. If you're not a, if you're not a subscriber, it's a subscription base. It's like what uh, $12.99 a month, thirteen bucks a month. End of the age plus allows Endtime the ability to post and stream all of our content 
including the restricted videos without censorship. That site includes what? Exclusive content that allows access archived in the end of the age radio broadcast, the new Revelation series, electronic subscriptions, the End Time magazine, understand the End Time DVDs, the complete End Time University DVD set, much more. And so if you're not a part of, if you're not subscribed to the End of the Age Plus, subscribe to it. It, it helps End Time. Um, it, is, it is a small end time stream, or small income stream for us. So you're helping end time, but yet you're getting access to everything we have. Again, we're having new, pro- new programming that's planned for this year. Uh, maybe, some, uh, maybe a Joe Rogan type back and forth, maybe between me and Doug and Vince and some different guests that will have come in. It's going to be really neat. Um, some prophecy conferences, all kinds of stuff. And you can also watch it anywhere with no cable subscription needed. Enjoy. You can enjoy them on your favorite devices. Um, your iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Android, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV. Uh, and we add new shows and content daily. So you can watch and read on the go or go to the full experience with your TV at home. End of the Age Plus can also be viewed on three individual devices at once. You, your wife can do it on the iPad. You can go to your computer and your son can go upstairs and do it on his iPad or whatever. So, I would encourage you, go to watch.endtime.com, start streaming that End of the Age Plus today. I've had so many pastors and people that bought it for them for Christmas presents and all this other stuff, subscribe their dad to it. Um, because the dad was going to teach on Revelation that weekend, and we couldn't get the stuff to him. His dad, the, one of the guys specifically I'm thinking about somewhere in Arkansas, his dad had to do something where he needed to know about the Revelation. The Revelation commentary answered all his questions. So I told him, I said, well, hey, I want, he, he was talking about getting the, into the, the um, unveiling of Jesus Christ, the re, big Revelation commentary we've got. I'm like, dude, go to End of the Age Plus. It's right there. Your dad can have it immediately. He sent me a text back like 10 minutes later, and he's like, my dad's already watching the unveiling of Jesus Christ. They did it in like no time. Texted me right back and said, I've already got him on it. And so it's awesome. End of the age plus. Go to watch.endtime.com. It's very cool. And so, wow, man, I'm coming up to the end of my program. I am sorry. There's no way I could get through all of this. I mean, I've got so many precursors to the mark of the beast I was going to talk about. I may have to finish it on Wednesday. We'll see. Um, if I don't have to shoot a TV program or something like that. But, man, this the metaverse thing, I really wanted to cover that today. Honestly, folks, I just scratched the surface. But there will be people that have business meetings. Now, think about this. A private business meeting. They're planning on, I read articles, they're planning on having people have business meetings from all over the world in this metaverse. But the thing is, there's no privacy to any of that. Everything you say in that meeting, Facebook's going to know about it, or Meta, or whatever they're calling themselves now. You think they're not going to be listening in on your meeting? And so, they'll, I know they'll say they have privacy. Facebook says they have privacy now. But they've censored us heavily on there. Shadow banned us. Ghost banned us. Wouldn't let us run ads. All kinds of stuff. So this is Facebook. Imagine when it gets to metaverse. Now, I want to tell you, 
some of you guys and ladies that are tech, more tech savvy, uh, that are maybe into the metaverse already, or you're into some of these things, send me some information. DRobbins at endtime.com. Because I'm trying to study everything, and I can only scratch the surface on some of this stuff. Some of this stuff I'm very heavily into, but as far as this metaverse, I'm not planning on getting onto it. I wish I could get off, unless I have to do it for our social networking sites here at End Time. I don't know what to see all that goes. But I'm trying to decrease my digital footprint, not make a bigger one. And there's all these digital societies, cashless societies, social credit scores, all these different things, digital banks. Israel just opened their first digital, all digital bank. And when I saw that, I thought, you have got to be kidding me. Who would bank at an all-digital bank? I like cash. Cash is freedom. And so, but there's going to come a time when they're going to try to move everything to digital because with digital, it's easy for me to control you, right? If I'm the government, especially if I'm the world government, If everything's digital and at a press of a button, I can invalidate your number that you need to function in society, then you're stuck, right? And so I can see as plain as day this stuff coming down the pike. I want to warn everybody that, you know, the Bible says, occupy till I come. I'm going to use the system until they start abusing it, and then I'm going to have to opt out. Now you say, what specific things are you talking about? Some of these things we're going to have to live off into. I had somebody ask me a question the other night. You know, how can I set myself up for the end time? What can I buy? And, it, and I'm like, look, that's like asking me what's the lottery number is going to be a month from now. Some of these things we'll have to live a little farther into it to find out how it's all going to work. Once we do that, we'll keep everybody up to date to know what's going on. But I'm not scared. I'm not, I, don't, I don't function with fear. Fear will paralyze you. We're teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God around the world and exposing Satan's kingdom, which is this world government, world religion, and precursors to the mark of the beast, so that you know absolutely not to be a part of this stuff. God bless. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.